Hey, beautiful mamas. Thanks for tuning in to Daily Mom Joy with Relly. Have you ever found yourself super hyped about a new goal? You decided you were going to tackle those 15 pounds, or you swore off social media for the next month, or maybe you finally wanted to launch that side hustle that you promised yourself you were going to do. And then it happens. You got sucked back into that everyday routine. And then you find yourself waking up with old thoughts creeping in. You know what I'm talking about, the what if thoughts. What if I don't lose the weight or gain it back? What if I don't have the distraction of social media and I'm forced to face the one thing I've been putting off? What if I fail at that side hustle? What do you think your motivational level is going to be after entertaining such thoughts? I'll tell you, you'll most likely end up on the couch re-binge watching Bridgerton and eating a pint of ice cream and shaming yourself afterwards. So there's got to be a better way. So in this episode, I'm going to go over three steps to find your refocus because that's ultimately what you need, a refocus. You see, when we start something and then stop, we sometimes label that as a fail. And then we have a menu of choices to choose from. We can beat ourselves up endlessly because we all know how much fun and productive that is, right? Or we go on the search for a new focus. But we have to be careful because that ends up turning into a pattern of endlessly searching for what's already there for us. Guys, this happens all the time. And you'll notice where that happens in your life. It's happened to me many times. It's funny because once you recognize that pattern in one area of your life, you'll see that that same pattern just resurfaces in other areas. And it can do so in big ways or small ways. I'll tell you, for me, I found a pattern of starting to read a book, getting really into it. And then the second I stopped reading it, a switch flipped in my head, like a rule that said, well, you stopped reading the damn thing, so you're never going to finish it. I didn't stop reading it because I wanted to, but somewhere in my brain, the rule became automatic. And I almost fell like helpless to that rule and did it automatically. So the interesting is that even though I wanted to continue to read the book, I would never pick up the book ever again. And even more interestingly, I would start reading a new book. Isn't that crazy? But isn't that true about the rules we sometimes set for ourselves? They're arbitrary rules. They have real life consequences, but the rules are pretty arbitrary half the time. I don't even know where that rule came from for me. But for me, I would never gain full knowledge of what I was reading because I fell blindly into that rule, into the pattern, and I never bothered to question it. So how did I overcome this? I did this in three steps, and those are the three steps I'm going to share with you today. So step number one, recognize your pattern and get curious, not judgmental, curious. You've already beat yourself up enough. Okay, so let's just skip that part, shall we? It's not helpful. On the contrary, beating yourself up just reinforces the rule. So for me, I would say to myself, there you go, Rally. You put the book down and now you'll never read the the end chapter. You'll never know what happens. Why do you even bother buying books? Why do you spend the money on them? 
You don't ever finish this shit. You don't finish anything. You never finish anything. You're no better than a manic squirrel. Cue Bridgerton and ice cream, ladies. We don't talk very nicely to ourselves sometimes, do we? And sometimes the shit that we do say to ourselves, I say this all the time, we wouldn't even say it to a stranger off the street. So get curious, not judgmental. So I want to ask you to ask yourself, what have you recently committed to that you have perhaps lost focus on and you just want to gain that focus back? Now, without being judgy-wudgy, ask yourself some questions here to spark that curiosity factor. What logistically happened that you stopped your progress? So by this, I mean, was there an outside variable that interjected, like a schedule change or perhaps a financial change or a situational change that caused the loss of focus? Write this down. So to keep going with my book example, Mine was my schedule would always get in the way. I noticed I only read when I had maybe leftover time or, um, you know, when I, when I felt like it, which was once in a blue moon. Even though I enjoy reading, I always had it in my head that it has, the timing had to be right. Right. So then when I would put the book down and then a week would go by of not reading it because I kept telling myself that I didn't have the time. And I, it would just reinforce that, right? So another question I want you to ask is, what thoughts came through your mind after the, list, the logistical change happened? Okay, so first the logistical, the logistical change happened, and then what thoughts came through afterwards? So this is going to give us some insight into how you're talking to yourself and what your inner voice thinks about this situation. So this gives us some clues to your rules that you may have put in place that you maybe didn't even mean to. So again, using my book example, I was saying things like, well, you don't have time to read. You you never finish books, but you don't have time to read, really. Just go and buy another one. That's going to spark your interest more. And you know, then you won't put that one down. So ha, there's my rule. Did you hear it? If I'm telling myself that I'm not going to do something, what do you think my motivational level will be to actually do it or to follow through on it, right? Probably not very high. So now apply this to your situation. If you started working out or starting a self-care routine, let's say, what impacted it? That's the logistical part. What thoughts are you telling yourself about it? I.e. your rule. Now, tell yourself, I choose to refocus. And we're going to do this with step two, which is get intentional. Okay. I'm going to tell you the good news. You were able to gain your focus once. So guess what? You can do it again, but for whatever reason you got squirreled and that's okay. So getting intentional is simply recommitting to your original goal sprinkling some grace for yourself, okay? I'm gonna add that in. Sprinkle some grace for yourself because again, beating yourself up about it doesn't give you fuel. On the contrary, it hinders hinders you. So if your car needs gas, you're not gonna fill the tank with ice cream. Weird analogy, I know, but I bet you get my point. So getting intentional means once you've recommitted, 
So you've recommitted to your focus. You've recommitted to that goal that you set yourself. Now you have to re-strategize. That's how we get intentional. So for me, I found that the flaw in my methodology was that I kept telling myself I only have time to read when I have time. And that's never, guys. I mean, have you seen how many kids I have? They're all boys. They all have stuff going on all the time. And I've got clients and I'm supposed to be eating right and keeping up with however many glasses of water I'm supposed to be drinking. And then somewhere in there, I'm supposed to be working out. Okay. (laughs) But let's face it. That thinking isn't going to support my goal, is it? No. That type of thinking it reinforces the deterioration of my goal. So again, I have to get intentional in a way that works for me. So for me, this meant making reading a part of my daily routine instead of the exception to my routine. So if you're following, I replaced my rule of, I only read when I have time. I scratched that rule out and I replaced it with, reading is important to my growth. Because it is. I love, I love to read. I love to gain knowledge. It's important to me. So reading is important to my growth. And I do it 15 minutes daily. Yeah, better, right? And I also got intentional about replacing my other thought of once I put the book down, then I don't finish it. So I scratched that off and I replaced it to I can read multiple books at the same time. Hmm, better, right? That gives me flexibility of reading more than one thing without feeling like, oh, just because I put it down, I'm never going to read it again. So I'm going to ask you, what can you do to get intentional about your goal? And finally, step three, which is my favorite, celebrate the small wins. (laughs) Celebrate the small wins. My clients will tell you I'm all about celebrating small wins, guys. Why? Because the only final destination is the day we leave this earth and move on. Okay, how many times do you reach a goal to only find yourself replacing it quickly with a new goal? We don't even celebrate it. Once we meet it, we're off to the new one. You lost the 15 pounds and then you say, okay, well, that's not good enough. Now I want to tone up, okay? But where, oh, where is the celebration? Remember when you were little and what would happen when someone would tell you, oh, that's amazing, keep going. How exciting was that? How fun was that? Think about that with your own kids. How fun is it? No matter what age, when you cheer them on and they get their second win and they get that boost in motivation. Guess what? We need that too. We don't lose that sense of significance in our lives just because we became moms. No. So celebrate the small wins and write them down. Daily weekly, whatever, however you want to do it, but write it down. Something happens when we put pen to paper. It becomes real. So give yourself those small wins. So to recap, we are going to find our refocus in three steps, ladies. We're going to get curious and not judgy-wudgy, okay? So find where the logistical and the cognitive error occurred. Then we're going to, number two, get intentional means we're going to recommit to our focus and to re-strategize. This may mean a schedule change or finding an accountability buddy. Finally, step three, we are going to celebrate the small wins along the way and write them down because we need to give ourselves credit for all that we do. 
because we freaking deserve it. So I hope you have found this helpful, mamas. I will see you next episode. Have an amazing rest of your week and let joy be your default.